the Protectors of the Wood podcast, everything is at stake. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode number 49, Phoebe and George finally talk. Phoebe lay awake most of the night and brooded all day Saturday. Work went by in a blur. The sky clouded over and the temperature dropped until it was almost chilly. But one thing became clear. She needed to speak to George first, right away, before anything else occurred. And especially before Abby came back or Jeremy approached her. Sunday remained cool with the light rain. Phoebe walked to town in her northern state hoodie, with the hood up, feeling protected like a turtle in its shell. She left work at lunchtime, crossed the street, and headed into Scudder's. Walking behind the cashier's stations, she was able to speak to George's back. Hey. Hey. Let's have dinner at Sammy's tomorrow, after your shift. You're done at six? George turned around with a smile. What? You're proposing to me? I'm proposing dinner. Dinner. Tomorrow at Sammy's. You're on. The mountain comes to Muhammad. Phoebe crossed the street to Sammy's and ordered a sandwich at the counter. Sammy, could I have a BLT? By the way, I think you might need another good employee around here. Why don't you think of Stephanie? Oh, a very competent girl, but she works for Bentley. For your ears only, she'd like a change of atmosphere. (laughs) So would I, I'm sure. So would I. Think about it. You need her. After work, Phoebe walked straight home in the rain, thankful that nothing had interfered with her plan. But she sat up late, wondering what to say to George tomorrow. She really didn't know. In fact, she wasn't sure what her real feelings were, or what kind of boyfriend George would make, or whether she liked Jeremy more or less, or whether she liked boys or girls better, or the list of important things Phoebe wasn't sure of went on and on. She slept half of the following day, her day off, and walked to town at 5.30. The clouds had blown off and the temperature was rising. She was wondering what would come of this meeting. They probably wouldn't be enemies, 
But would they be in love? Would they be friends? Would they set each other free? For Phoebe now felt sure in her heart that over these last three years, they had remained loyal to each other without even knowing what they were doing. At Sammy's, she spotted George near the back, his camera by his side. The coffee shop was noisy and confusing. Two electricians were running conduit along the ceiling in the back, getting ready to install track lighting. A stepladder blocked traffic. Tools and wire and boxes were on the floor. Chester was trying to sell vegetables in the midst of this clutter, and people were determined to buy the last of the corn, tomatoes, finger beans, and lemon cukes left in the bins. Monday special with coffee. Phoebe enjoyed the chaos around her. No one would hear them talk. No one would even notice them. She leaned forward and looked George in the face. I was so touched when he spoke to me after the concert. Do you know how bad I was feeling? I've known you for a long time. You don't relax in these situations. If you can't get something done, you don't know what to do with yourself. So, you took pity on me? Well, uh, yes, but it was all true. Everything I said, I do owe you. You did help me a lot. And you really helped me. You've given me courage. I have a confession to make. George leaned forward, listening. I haven't gotten over what we had together. I couldn't go back to it, but I couldn't get over it either. I've never loved anyone else. Her eyes teared up and her voice began to break. George leaned on his elbows and looked Phoebe in the eye. How is it that we got stuck? I got stuck too. I think about you all the time, but I'm angry about the whole thing now. We just ended up hurting each other. It's true. I got hurt pretty bad, and I know you did too. What are we going to do now? I don't know. Tears were on Phoebe's cheek. I like you so much. You're wonderful. But I don't think we can be boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't even know what sort of person I could be with. But I really like you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I... I know. I don't even care about whether we're boyfriend and girlfriend or not. I don't even care. I'm just so happy to know that you love me. Yes, you do. Even though 
we're not together, you love me. Tears fell onto his plate and he tried to calm himself. Let's... Let's... Let's be like brother and sister. We'll... We'll know each other... We'll know each other over our whole lives. And talk to each other about everything. But... We can fall in love with other people and get married or whatever. And it won't change anything between us. Do you see? Phoebe held his hand. I do see. Let's do that. You know, I've got a whole crazy plan for us. We can be part of a group together. A group with a mission, a purpose. It will take a while to tell you, but it's real. After Friday's concert, we'll get together. We're going to make our own group to help everyone. The town and the whole world we care about. You'll hear everything soon. Count me in. I... I need you in my life. I know you're coming up with something. George? I'm really sorry. It took so long to talk to you. <laughs> but I won't forget this time. If I do, jump at me. Let me know right away. Let's not forget again. Wasn't it fun when we were younger? We had such good times. We were so free with each other. It's true, but I was scared. I didn't know how to act like a couple, like people are supposed to be. I couldn't see it. To be honest, I still can't. It's my biggest problem. Don't talk to anyone about it. You are the first. It makes me happy that you're talking to me. But you don't have to look like anything. You can do whatever you want. You can try things. You've just got to go ahead. I tried that, and it didn't work. I got hurt. You'll find a way. I'll support you. I'm on your side. It will help to know you won't be mad at me. That you'll be my friend. I'll be your brother. We'll have a little ceremony. And be brother and sister. At least, pretend. Let's say these tears are like blood. He reached over with his right hand and skimmed teardrops off Phoebe's chin. And then with his left hand took the drops from under his eye and held his fingers together and mixed the drops. Now, now taste some. She touched her finger to the tears and put the tip of her finger in her mouth, 
He did the same. We're blood brother and sister now. We've touched each other's tears. We're a kind of family. She smiled and laughed and went to the women's room and wiped her face. When she returned, George had more to say. We've got a lot to do coming up. I can tell this is going to be good. You help get our band started and you and Jeremy have this other business going. Oh, I know he goes off to the forest and won't talk about it. You guys are helping Abby or something. I've been, I've been feeling left out, but now I know you love me and you'll let me in on it as soon as you can, but don't wait too long. I've got to be a part of this. Yes, you're right. I'm so happy. I can't even sit here. I'm so happy. I'll walk you home. Or maybe you want to come along with me to Jeremy's? We're practicing tonight. Walk me home. It's too complicated for me to see Jeremy right now. We have a misunderstanding. Phoebe wrapped her sandwich in napkins and put it in her pocket. She'd eaten nothing, and George hadn't ordered anything. She paid, and they stepped outside into the beginning of twilight. The sun was setting ahead of them as they strolled along Hobart Avenue under the trees. The sky had a pink glow. Phoebe, I know you and Jeremy like each other. That's fine. I've always approved. But it's hard for us to get together. I don't know what to do. George glanced at her and nodded. But you know who I saw at the concert? Oh, I have no idea. Tell me. Abby. Really? How did I miss her? Why didn't she talk to me? She was off to the left, with someone who might be her boyfriend. But actually, I think she likes you. No, she barely knows me. And you like her. I could say the same about you. <laughs> you could, but that doesn't change the fact that you like her. Do you remember what she said after the party? You said, we'll stick together. And she said, what? Let's see how much you care for her. Okay. It's a test for me. A test of the heart. Hmm. Okay. I said, we'll stick together. And she replied, I'm glad you said that. I really am. I'll remember. That's it. She said, I'll remember. Phoebe beamed at him. Her smile grew wide and she began laughing. <laughs> I'm so happy. This is so much fun. 
So, don't back out now. I want to know more. Who is this guy? Give me the details. I would, but that's all there is. I saw Abby only because I snuck in through the back. But outside the concert, there were men hunting for her. Somehow she slipped away. Phoebe, you and Jeremy have kept this a secret long enough. Who are these people? What are they after? I can guess, but I need the whole story. And I need it soon. Now you're getting to the point. That's what our new group is about. They were walking down High Street next to the apple trees. Main Street was just ahead. It was getting dark. Phoebe, thanks. They turned and embraced and then went their separate ways. If I knew you really loved me, there would be no more war. And if we're not together in this wild and crazy world, if I knew you really loved me, it would set my heart aglow. Everywhere I go
there will be no war And if we're not together In this wild and crazy world If I knew you really loved me It would set my heart aglow Take you with me Everywhere I go 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 Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.